Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So I have the most wonderful human being here in front of me because, listen, Y'all know that I try and I super try to get online and do these lives and do all this social media. And here's this gal who is super young, who is now helping me like streamline my shit, girls. So <laughs> let me tell you something about Elena. Elena, oh my God. She's a beautiful soul. And here's the thing I love about her. Her tag is called your homegirl Elena, which is like so cool because as you know, we're all Latina. So we're all homegirls, right? <laughs> so your homegirl Elena helps women narrow in on their purpose, ramping up productivity and catapulting their profitability all through social media. So as you can see, that was like a major tongue twister there. Um, so El, Elena, welcome, welcome, welcome to Amiga Hand Your Shit podcast. Hello, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, my, well, I'm excited because girls, amigas, you're going to learn a lot of shit today. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So Elena Ortiz, is not only a beautiful soul, she's Latina. And I was like, I was kind of stalking her because I thought, huh, look at her. She's got all kinds of followers. What the heck? I need to get to know this woman. I need to for her to come to my podcast and to share all of her wisdom when it comes to social media. Now, here's the thing. I'm about to turn 48 years old. So I didn't grow up in the social media world. I, okay, I mean, a God honest truth a trucks and tapes cassette tapes were the nature of my game computers were not even in existence until i got to college okay i had a macintosh black and white yes i had a classic macintosh there was no emails emails was a discovery in 1992 i went to usc and i'm like what the heck is an email so amigas 
this social media stuff happened way later in my life. And it just goes to show that you're never too old to start. Right, Elena? Yes. I love that you just said that. Never, yeah. never too late. Never too late. And so I had, I needed to have her here so she can explain to us the 411 on how to get your social media on because <laughs> for us old folks here, well, no, no, I shouldn't say old folks, wiser folks yes. out there. Um, cause you know, we're, we're like wine. We, when we, we get better as we age. <laughs> I can't wait for I can't wait for my forties. I've I've had I've heard nothing but good things. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's way better than the thirties. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see. You're gonna see. So Elena. Okay. So I know obviously you're Latina. So what I like to do is always get a perspective from my audience of where you're from. You know, did you grow up here in LA? You know, where is your family from? Because it's so important to understand the history behind who you are today to get to know how is it that you became the homegirl Elena? Oh, I love that. Okay. And I, I love that we have to go back to the roots because that does kind of mold us to who we are today. So I grew up in a very small town. I knew all the homegirls. Um, I grew up in Santa Paula. It's actually the citrus capital of the world. It's full of oranges, full of lemon, and it's in Santa Paula, a little small town right off of, in Ventura County. So it's, it's by Santa Barbara, Ventura area, beautiful town. I love everybody over there. It's like that feeling that you can get at the city. Like I, I'm over here in LA now, but you can't, you can't get that feeling, you know, that vibe from everybody that everybody helps one another. So yeah, my name does kind of come in, in, into play whenever I thought of the name, because I feel like with social media, I have found so many homegirls that I would have never met in a small town in this big city. It's like I connect with people that I want to connect. I, I get to choose my world in the social media world. So growing up, um, I had a well, I have a father that is actually a motivational speaker. So with him, social media back then was flyers door knocking for his events and getting the word out there by word of mouth. So I was from a very small age, very comfortable with, hey, telling people a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm doing this event. Hey, I have a junta over here. I have a meeting over here. Come over here. Come to my house. It was like very common for, for my family to have um, events and have that social feel all the time because my dad was doing something all the time. <laughs> so that's what, like how I grew up on where um, the network community was very effective, whether it's through Flyer or now through social media. So as time progressed, actually, whenever you mentioned the whole um, internet, my dad got a computer and we have four, I have four, four, three sisters, but it's four girls. So we had one computer and we loved Nap Napster, 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 and Napster. Yeah, yeah, Napster. <laughs> we love the internet. And my older sister learned how to code and how to do HTML, how to do her own website. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, is this like illegal? Because she was able to do her own platform way before MySpace, way before LiveJournal. I don't know if you guys have heard about all these platforms prior to Instagram, but there have been other like bloggers like doing it from like the early 2000s, right? So um, fun fact, I actually, uh, I think I, I saved it on my Facebook like 10 years ago, but in Jan on January 24th of 1984, Mac came out with their computer. So mm -hmm. in the 80s, that's when it really was a luxury to have internet or to even have a computer at your home. So my dad did teach me from a very young age, hey, this thing right here, this big block is going to take you guys places. I know it's going to evolve. So 
learn it. He would encourage us to get on one hour each girl a day and learn the internet. And come to find out, I was like, my dad is onto something. He's always been very innovative. And with his ways and strategies of, of social selling and networking in person, kind of like he intertwined it real quick with the internet. So my dad learned how to um, do the emails and, hey, I'm gonna contact that person in LA. I'm in Ventura County. How can I connect with them? And then he would do his meetings with, you know, slowly but surely through the internet. So here we are now. Now I'm on social media. I got Instagram back in 2010 ish. And that was only to share my food, to share like a random selfie, which I was awkward, even holding up a camera and pointing it to yourself. I, I felt so vain, like, oh, who wants to see me, you know, <laughs> but we use it for the filters, nothing big. But I think I soon discovered how important social media was whenever I became a stay at home mom, my life turned upside down. I needed my community. I needed somebody to talk to. I was always alone talking to little babies. I'm like, I can only talk baby for so long. My husband will be working all day. And I'm like, man, like I need to find my people. And then I started finding like random, you know, boutiques like baby bows, baby shoes, and learning about motherhood and just bloggers talking about it, how, how it's kind of hard. And I'm like, wow, I'm not the only one. So social media kind of like gave me sanity because I felt like there was other people out there like me or people that were maybe not like me. And I was interested because we're all chismosa sometimes. And I like to know about <laughs> everybody's <laughs> life. And I'm like, wait, how is she doing that? Wait, I need that recipe. So, I mean, isn't it mind blowing? Like where we're at right now, where it's like, we started off with like getting, into, like, getting music to now like connecting with people. So it's like mind blowing right now. Yeah. Well, you know, you said social media gave you sanity, but sometimes it gives us insanity. <laughs> yep. We gotta, we gotta watch out for that. We gotta, now we gotta give us a timer. Uh, yeah. and now, now actually the, the creator of Instagram just mentioned that not too long ago, about last month, there's a new feature on your phone where they understand that social media can sometimes be a bad thing where it overcomes you're over consuming and too much of a good thing is not that good. And there's actually now a timer where you can like kind of give yourself that grace. Like, Hey, like I need to be on Instagram for like 30 minutes and then it'll like get me out of there. So there's a new feature for that uh, on Instagram, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that later. Cause right now <laughs> I'm like, okay. So your father, wow. That's incredible that your father was already like knowing that computers were essential. Internet is popping. This is something that you need to get to learn. Yeah, not not in my family, but that's I was in college. So at this time, I'm like, I'm like loving it because we have emails in 1992. We have emails. Oh, my God, it was so amazing. And so um, but just the the evolution of, of just the internet itself mm -hmm. um, has been incredible. I mean, I could tell you that I did not even you know, pick up Facebook until after I got married, which was after 2007. Mm -hmm. And um, so it has been a learning curve for sure. Um, and I really ignored Instagram because I felt like, well, I like talking. So that's what I like about Facebook because you get to really talk and write because I'm old school. I like communicating that way yep. with Instagram I always associated it with just pictures so but it's not right 
now it's it, now it's not now it's not so can you tell us a little bit about okay how did we get from pictures into selling on instagram well that's essentially what what i think it's all about at the end of the day like they wanted you to showcase something and it was up to you to showcase whatever you wanted for me i was just sharing my belly bump back to back every other summer i was pregnant so i was just sharing my journey of motherhood and i think um for me in my in my situation whenever i started seeing moms selling their product like homemade product i was like what wait how can we make money off of here so then they they did an external thing where like hey you email me i'll invoice you and then you can get your bows i'll email you back so it was like they use an external party like paypal or they hey go to my ebay you know so they would do like third party like go here go here that's where instagram quickly realized okay we need to monetize on people making money off of a free platform so they're a free platform till this day which we need to take advantage of that completely because a free platform where you can make money off of that like that's insanity um so for me i realized that okay instagram is shifting and as soon as instagram started talking about like oh um, now you can choose to be a business account or a creator account or a personal account. So there's three different accounts that you can you can still be. You can still be a producer, I mean a consumer or a producer. So they're giving you the option. So it's up to you if you still want to be a, a, a consumer and just scroll the feed and double tap. That's great. They still leave it like that. Like you can still post pictures, you can still just share what you want. But people have really changed their lives by switching over to that mentality of, hey, how can I sell something or how can I offer my service? if I have a brick and mortar, because, you know, we do know that the pandemic happened and shifted a lot of that. So Instagram, you know, has been shifting to the video thing. So now the video thing is happening. Like, well, why are videos more important now? You know, and honestly it has to do, well, this is my opinion, but it has to do with people's train of thought right now. We're, we're like on the go, we're fast. And we love to buy with our eyes. We love to see and feel so whenever you incorporate video it, it plugs in a little bit of emotion whether it's a song that you put in the background whether it's a story that you're telling that man you guys like i grew up in a very rough neighborhood or man the the big yard that i have like you're you're showing that emotion and i and you know that sells and that's a good thing and that could be a bad thing because a lot of bad stuff is out there where you're like oh my god i can't stop watching but i have to keep watching because it's like oh my god you know so it's like damn but the way that I take it, it's Instagram is totally evolving and I, and I love it. I'm here for it because you get to choose still as a producer, consumer, or a little bit of both. Okay. Producer, consumer, and business, you said? So there's a, there's a personal account where it's normal. You, you just, you know, you have all the features, everything's cool, but if you want to like, you want to start, you know, making money, monetize a little bit, you want to offer something, you can make it into a business account. So that you know that goes to play like if there's an actual brick and mortar business they have a lo actual location i totally recommend that one because you have somewhere like i i do this i'm a carpet cleaner and i have my office here you have that or a creator account it's more like me i love to um educate and empower and you know do a lot of that good stuff but i also have like a product and service that's intangible that i have something to offer uh, maybe an online course or an online membership or something that i could do like a one-on-one -on -one coaching call that one's a for a creator or if you're literally a creator and you create content you can get paid to create that content for somebody else so you're categorized as an, a creator okay well okay let's talk about that because because it's about getting paid girls i mean that's out there how are we gonna get paid remember that um what was it uh, tom cruise had a movie show me the money <laughs> show me the money so how can you show me the money on instagram like give us an example Okay, I'll give you an example. So you can either 
join an established business. And that's something like I would say network marketing. Uh, network marketing is something that is online based and it's very, very popular. And that's something that you already have a company and you're just working, you're like a, you're like an independent contractor. So you choose to join a really cool product. You love this product. We share things on social media. I share my Starbucks coffee every morning. So if you want to go down that route and it's already an established, you're an independent contractor through them, uh, you can go ahead and start sharing the product. There are guidelines and policies where you have to follow it with their company, but that's one way you can do it. And you can totally be a business account or a creator, depending on, on what you would prefer. I mean, I know with the business account, there's certain things you can do like copyrighted music, but I mean, if you want to be entertaining, just, you know, just a heads up. So that's one way. Um, number two, if you are maybe an ed, like a coach, like maybe an online fitness coach and you love to train women at your home or at a studio that you have in your local city, I would totally recommend not only are you monetizing online, but you also have a brick and mortar at your local, you know, your local city. Um, I would use that to kind of showcase what you're doing. Hey, I'm at this AB Street, ABC Street um, here off of Ventura Boulevard, but I'm online. So the ones that are out in the world, not close to me, I have an online program. So you can use the online platform to maybe offer online coaching, which is something that people do a lot because you're double dipping. You're showcasing. If anybody's local, you hashtag it, you geotag it, people come to you or B, you can offer an online service. So you're utilize, you're double dipping and that's like the best. And then there's three where it's pretty much you're, you can do it all. You can, you can do a little bit of the network marketing. You do a little bit of like, hey, this is working for me and my network marketing. I can coach you on how to do this. Or for me, for example, I, I feel like I'm multi-passionate, but I know that there's women out there that don't really know how to use social media and or men too, but businesses in general. And you can utilize like, hey, I can teach you how to do all of that in this platform and make an income and you can make up anything that you're good at. Like if you're good at sewing or knitting, you can do like, hey, a Zoom call, pay me 20 bucks, who's ever gonna join in this, this workshop, I can charge you guys like 10 bucks to learn for an hour. So it's really however you wanna showcase it, but as far as like getting the most out of it, um, I would definitely recommend if you're already an established business, you have to be out there, you have to. Um, it's like a, a new way of just having like your, your business like up on, on a, another platform, you know, aside from a yellow page, this is like the yellow pages now. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> I grew up with the yellow pages. <laughs> it's funny that you're saying this. So, okay. So yes, it, it seems like that is the yellow pages of today's times. Right. Yes. And, um, okay. And it's essential. If you want a thriving business, you need to be social. Um, you can't just brick and mortar it anymore. I mean, yes, you can, but given what's been going on, that hands-free, don't touch, get space, and blah, 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 you're going to be losing money if you don't, if you don't have a, a social media presence, right? Yes. Yeah, you're not only going to lose out money, but you're going to lose out so much other potential. One, one customer, one online customer can give you like 10,000 more by that one share. And I love that because I think we're, as homegirls, um, I met Jackie through a homegirl online, and then I met her through another online friend. I have never met all of you. Like, I haven't yet physically met you, but you are connecting me with people now. I am connecting you with people now. It's like, why wouldn't you want to try it? If you're a brick and mortar, it's like, it's a free platform, you guys. We have to take advantage of it in a good way, and, and that good can bring more good. And the way that you're attracting your clients, I love it because I get to choose what kind of content I want to give out because I want a certain kind of girl out there, that home girl that I'm like, I want to work with her. I'm going to attract her through, through giving her the content that she wants to see. And that's another thing with content. 
you can't be making content that's going to be for you. You got to make content that the homegirl wants. I, I would love to share you guys on every day. I would love to share my food, but I know that's not what my people want to want to see. My people want to see reels. My people want to see my kids, like the relatable things that they, they love. And I, and I know this because when you look at your insights, you know, which posts are going to be a hit. Like you can see after, like, let's say last week, I'm going to go, what I'll do right now is I'm going to go check. Okay. What post was a hit? Oh, that quote was a hit. Okay. They love weekly quotes. I'm going to give them what they want. You can't really post what you want. It's like, sometimes people don't want to see that and you'll know through your insights. So for me, I highly recommend that you kind of give the behind the scenes a look so you know who you're targeting and then continue doing that. Okay. Can you, can you, okay. For, for the novice individuals right here, um, yours truly. Okay. You, you were talking about insight. So for those amigas out there who have no idea what this is, please tell us what are insights. <laughs> if you definitely have a creator or business account, if you go to your, uh, into your settings page, you get to kind of see a little bit of, of what's going on in your in your page you know it's like the data so there's like these three little lines on the top right hand corner that you click on and then there's a word called insights and there you can see um the accounts you reached the accounts that engaged and total followers that followed you that week or that month or however you want to you know put it out there and then when you click on certain reels or posts or stories you get to see pretty much like like me i'm mostly female so it's like um, 80% female are watching you from Ventura County. So I have a lot of people in like Australia, United Kingdom, and like all these cool areas, but it really will niche it down to, um, the city that you're attracting and all that good stuff. And then you'll see who has, you know, what has the most views and what's working. So I kind of like, and even the timing, the timing of it all, like what time is a good time to post too? Like, let's say your people are early birds and they're like up and active at 9am. Well, you should be posting at 9 a.m. every other day or however you feel comfortable with posting because that's another thing about posting and how much you should do it. But basically, you should really get to know who your audience is. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I'm like the most random individual. I don't look at that. I just kind of, I'm like, oh, I should do a reel right now. <laughs> is your recommend recommendation is to Wait a minute. First, figure out what your insights are and do the real, post the real when you have the most viewership. Because otherwise, it's just going to be stale. Well, you know what? Like, honestly, the algorithm, it's sometimes that Instagram has its own brain. So I recommend just freaking post every day if you can, or post whenever you have the time. Post. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be any, honestly, it doesn't have to be the timing. It's just you producing is what Instagram loves. It's like a big machine. You're like feeding it those, like, you know, the tickets at, uh, at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It just, yeah. Give me, give me food. And you know, we're consuming. So as long as you're producing, they're like, Hey, 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 everybody, she's making content. Let's give her the, the stage. So they love that. So honestly, it's up to the you. Like if you feel comfortable posting every day, great. If you feel like on the fly, I work better on the fly. I'm going to post the reel, post the reel. Don't even think twice about it. Cause then whenever you're like, Oh, I'm not ready yet. Or I'm not this yet. That, that kind of affects you. So honestly, if you want to just know your people, <clears throat> I would start off honestly with who are you, who is your audience? And then once you get to know her, give her a name, give her an age, give her the city. She get very specific on who she is because you'll soon know Oh, she is up at 5 a.m. I'm going to be posting. Like, think about that one client that you want to manifest and work with. 
that's how I base off my stuff. And after that, you kind of like get, get into the group, but not to overwhelm you. It's just like, what time is she up? What does she want to see? Um, well, you know, where she, you know, things like that, where it makes it a lot easier. And I don't feel as pressure, like the insights. Oh my gosh, the content, the graphics has to be perfect. No, it's like, who are you talking to? Just having a girlfriend, you know, hang out with coffee. Like, what does she like? And then just kind of post, and then you're going to get into the group. And that's when you should go look at the insights and like, kind of, you know, do that. Okay. Oh my God. There's so much to do. I kid you not. Um, all right. So let me, let's see. Okay. Now let's talk about the, the, I know there's this concept on you guys out there and, and you're all probably younger than me and you know all this, but what is batching? <laughs> Cause mm -hmm. I heard this word and I'm like, what are you talking about? What the heck is a batching? <laughs> I love it. It's like, I, I heard about it about a year ago and it just changed the game for me even more because uh, the mom life, you guys, the mom life is it's hard and my priorities are my children. So this comes into play really well for me because batching content is literally working smarter, not harder. I do not put makeup on every day as much as I would love to get glammed up. Um, I get ready maybe once a week when I know I'm going to have something, you know, like, like today and I have my ring light ready. I have my audios ready to do reels or to take pictures and to, I have my backdrop. Batching content is basically pre doing a lot of work that you would normally do like on the fly, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna take a quick picture here, you know? But sometimes I like to create graphics that have information. Like a lot of people right now, I'm noticing on my feed, people love to get educated on content. Like, how do I create that? How do I create this? So edu educating my people right now is top priority um, and empowering too. I always do the three E's. Uh, let's see if I can remember. <laughs> Educate, empower, and there is one more with the E. I'll think about it right now. But whenever you do all of the, oh, and entertain. Empower, educate, entertain. I keep it basic to those three because I love to do all those three. And people tend to stay on your page when you're educating, entertaining, or empowering. So whenever I get ready, I either do my reels, which are video content right now. Video is huge. So if you haven't done reels yet, I highly recommend you do. There's a whole explore page on Instagram. You'll get the gist of it, of what it's about. And then whenever you're posting like graphics or all of that, you can actually personalize your content whenever you're adding a little picture of yourself in the very like bottom corner. So I like to get dolled up and dressed up whenever I have like, oh, I could just put myself on Canva, edit really quick and then drag my little picture that I took a, like a month ago. And today I'm in a bun and I'm like all like looking crazy, but I'm creating the content on, you know, batching it on another platform. So you could do like, you know, a feed post, a reels, or if you want to go live that day, let's say you're like ready, you can have that live. You can even save that live and you could put it on, you know, the video and put it on like another channel, but batching content really does help whenever you are maybe working two jobs, or maybe you don't really like to get ready often or, and even, you know what, let me stop right there. You don't even have to be ready to batch content. People right now are loving the raw. Don't even get ready. They want to connect with you. Like, does this girl always wear lashes every day? You know? So there's other times where I hop on stories, which stories is a 24 hour highlight of your life that very moment for 24 hours on stories. I love to be more real. That's where you get the homegirl Elena, like where I love to talk about everything, whether I have makeup on or not. It's like you have like platforms within that big platform of Instagram. You have the stories where you can you don't have to batch, but you can always go back and look at your archived ones. You can look at the old stories. You have the reels. You have the posting you have the ig live i mean golly there's so much on instagram oh my god so okay now uh, 
see, Facebook was the first and Facebook bought Instagram. And now, you know, people are saying, oh, Facebook is the thing of the past. It's all about Instagram. Is that true? A, B, is Instagram going to be a thing of the past because something else is brewing? Ooh, I think Instagram is definitely here to stay for a while because, I mean, the first whenever video content came, you know why that came? Because Snapchat was the filters. Remember Snapchat? Yes. So fun with the filters, the rainbow mouth. And Instagram was like losing people because everybody was on Snapchat. That's why they had to think quick. They, they evolved real quick. And then we got the filters. We're like, oh my God, now we don't have to be on Snapchat. I deleted my Snapchat because I'm like, okay, bye. Bye Snapchat. Instagram has my photos and videos now. I'm, I'm here to stay. And then um, Facebook has a live. So Instagram's like, okay, we need to do lives. We need to do IGTV, which is like a TV little, you could have your own little series. You can feel like your own little celebrity, whatever you want to feel like on, on IGTV. And I think Instagram was pretty smart because they they kind of integrated both. Now it's the meta, you know? So now they're both <laughs> intertwined. And I think Facebook, the way I feel about that one is I, I always focus on two platforms. So if you don't feel overwhelmed with Instagram, always plug into the second best, which I'm putting Instagram number one. But because they're intertwined already, like you can post or repurpose content on that platform as well. It's great for business owners or online coaches to have private communities on Facebook. And I love, I love that Facebook has that. You could do that with Instagram, but it's really hard. It's like a chat, more like a chat room, which I don't like. I like that people can privately feel that community. Again, you have your homegirls on a different platform because they either paid for a program that you have and it's more exclusive um, versus Instagram. It's very like broad and hey, here's my community. We're all one here, but it's like more niche down. Like it's like more intimate on Facebook, which I totally love. We can you know, meet them on Instagram and be like, hey, by the way, do you have Facebook? Let's connect on a deeper level there. So that's why I like Facebook. Ah, uh, I see. So I, I guess what I'm gathering, it's important to have both of them because mm -hmm. yeah. they both offer different services that the other one can't. Yes, I, I feel that way. I don't, I, I really do. I feel like Facebook is still re very relevant. Um, I know that a lot of my family members are on there. We just kind of catch up, but they don't know about my Facebook group because I have my homegirls in there where I like to connect with too. And it's a whole different vibe there. So you get to kind of like control that right. too. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. I love it. So, all right. So now on Instagram, what, what do you, okay. Why don't you give us a couple of tips like that? The must you must have in Instagram in order to um, really level up your game whether it's a, is a coaching business, whether it's a brick and mortar. I mean, I know that, you know, we've been talking about a lot of stuff, but like, what is essential? Essential is if you, I know a lot of us are businesswomen. So for sure, be very clear on what you offer. Um, not salesy, like, oh, buy my product here and then have the link. No, it's who do you serve? So when people go on your page, they can clearly know, oh, Jackie Tapia, that's her first and last name. Great or your first name for sure. So make sure that your username um, does incorporate your name or maybe like the brand that you're going for because that's, people will, it's like, what do you think about when I say McDonald's? It's like the M symbol, you know, the Starbucks, you know how it looks like. So it kind of, think of yourself as a brand, like, okay, what's your slogan? You know, what's your little like brand name? So for sure, be very detailed with that. Um, and then have your call to action in your bio, meaning have a website where people can be like, okay, I wanna learn more about her or about the product that she always raves about. So in the link in the bio, um, you can totally use, utilize that area. And then honestly, have a good profile photo. I feel like if you put your logo and that's it, people aren't buying it right now. It's more like, 
who is she? How does she look like? So have a really clean photo on your profile photo and then on your feed um, and on your stories and all of that good stuff. Just make sure that you're showing up every day. Imagine a brick and mortar. You knock on your door. Oh, we're here at 9.30 or at 10 a.m. It's like, wait, I thought it said nine to five. Like, wait, you know, so be consistent. Your, 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 your feed page, like when people look at your profile, that is your storefront. So think of it as your storefront. What days is she open? Is she educating me today? Is she empowering me today? Is she entertaining me today? So it's like, if you're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to go every morning and I'm going to pop up real quick. It's like, okay, I'm going to open up that door and I'm going to showcase my product. So kind of commit to it and, and keep going, keep at it. Even if you have one viewer or if you have one customer, that one customer is going to go real quick and, and tell another girl, another woman, another woman, where it's like, who cares if only one person is viewing your, your live? That one person will turn into two and turn into three. But the more that you do it, it's, it's going to happen. You're going to, you're going to keep blooming and blooming and growing. Oh, I love that. And you know, one of the things that you said that I guess it needs to be top of mind is empower, educate, entertain. And I can see that because when I've gone through your, um, your, your page, I'm like, ah, she's educating me. She's empowering me and she's entertaining me. (laughs) I just put a, a, um, a real of, of Tupac and, and I happen to own a Tupac pillow because I'm obsessed with Tupac and then you should see my office here I mean I have my diplomas and whatnot but I also have Biggie right there because <laughs> oh the 90s I mean hip-hop 90s is my jam obviously I was in college I mean they were like the thing so um but now I get to highlight and entertain my my viewers because usually i mean you know you can kind of get a little bit of imposter syndrome a a bit you know when because of age and um oh my god who does she think she is i know i've gone over it um now i'm just like okay this is my jackie self yeah i love these things love it so you're, you're either too old or you're too young. It's like, come on. And I love the fact that you brought up Tupac because people are in your DMs more when it's something random. Like um, I'm always talking about today is Tuesday. So it's Tupac Tuesdays on K-Day. So I love every Tuesday on this radio station, they're playing Tupac for a whole hour. So when I talked about that, a bunch of women on DM, oh my God, I love Tupac. Oh my God. Yes, girl. I'm So you you create that new momentum of communicating and like, you're not selling anything. You're not pitching anything to this, to this home girl, but you're like, just talking authentically. And I think that's what brings business ladies. Like you talking about something that you're like obsessed with now that we are connected with Tupac. Like, I love that you you did that real because I'm like, she's relatable. I'm gonna buy from her now. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I mean, I love, I love, I love my hip hop (laughs) and I love dancing and all that stuff. So a lot of that has been coming up for me as I am actually going to turn 48 um, in less than two weeks. And so I'm like, what, what makes me happy? I mean, obviously my family, whatnot. I mean that, but that, that's just a given, right? But what also makes me happy is things that I don't get to do all the time, which is dancing, which is singing, which is just, freaking being funny yeah and dumb and silly and and i love that you can get to do that on social media <laughs> so you can make your 
make yourself a fool, right? I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm too old to even care what fucking people think, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> you love me or you you don't. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I love this. The three, the power of the three, entertainment, empowerment, and educate. And so you know, the advice is to do a reel or a live or a post, do one a day, um, batch your content. If so, if, if, you know, you don't have all the time in the world as a busy mommy, as a busy career woman, you know, batching the content, like taking a day and just do boom, 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 and saving it. So thank you for all those tips. That's, that's really, really amazing. Cause obviously for, homegirls such as myself um you know who want to handle her shit we always need to find people and sources and resources that can teach us these tricks these hacks because i see all this i'm like oh my god this person's been on it like every day and you're like jesus christ how do they have the time yeah but now we know that they batch content yeah, that's the secret it's no secret though i think it's with batching content, you're going to get the hang of it. At first, it took me like two hours to do like three reels. I'm like, what the heck? But honestly, keep at it. Keep chiseling down and then it, it'll get easier. Popping up with, with or without makeup, the authentic you will bring will bring what you want. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you're saying that because I'm just giving it all. Whatever. You're doing great. You're doing my, great. I my, my family... God, Jackie, what are you doing? You're a lawyer. I'm like, yes, I am. That's right. And but guess what? You're more. <laughs> you're more to it, and you're you're. And that's what's gonna. I. That's why when I was looking through your page, I connected with you on something like, oh yeah, oh yeah. She loved like you were pointing out things and the, even the words that you were saying. I'm like, wow. Like I met an an online homegirl now, and I love that because yeah, you, and you're a lawyer, so it's like and to top it off, like she is an amazing powerhouse. So. By you sharing a little bit of everything that you do, I'm like, oh yeah, I she's relatable to me. Oh, thank you, my love. I really appreciate that. So as we're getting uh, to to the end of our conversation, I always like to ask my guests how an amiga can handle her shit. If she can provide a a tip or two on on how an amiga can handle her shit, can you do us a favor? Yes, amigas. Honestly, to all the homegirls out there that think that you have to be perfect, no. Uh, consistency beats perfection. Keep going, share your story, share your why. Do not think about the perfection. So consistency beats perfection. Show up. Yeah, show up, show up, show up. Mic <laughs> I love that. Drop. Mic, Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> consistency beats perfection, totally. And I also like to say that it's progress, not perfection. Yeah, yeah. You know, be because I, you know, if we keep thinking perfection, we're never going to get shit done. That's ever. Nope. Ever. <laughs> I love it, Elena. Thank you so much. Consistency beats perfection. 1000%. 1000%. So amigas out there, how can they, how can they uh, hear about you? How can they connect with you? Go to my website, www.yourhomegirlelena.com. Everything is linked on there. My Facebook, my Instagram, everything. You, 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 everywhere, every platform, pretty much, I'm on there. 
Exactly, amiga. So that's where I found it. So I'm going to put it in the show notes so that you can just go into the episode when it comes out and just plug away. Go find her. So she's amazing, Elena. Thank you so much for being here at Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. Thank you so much, Jackie. I appreciate everybody out there. Awesome. Amen. Have an awesome day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.